0: to Atari Bites: the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game, and occasionally a 7800 game, and see if the story within bites us back. My name is Bill, this is episode 116. Thanks for listening. Welcome back everybody. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're finally free of snow. As I'm recording this, it is starting to get overcast. And we are, uh, where I live, under a winter weather advisory, again, even though we are well into April. But, I mean, that's life, I guess. It could be worse. We could all be living in Atlantis under the sea. Or buried under volcanic ash in Pompeii or something. So, it's all relative. Eagle-eared listeners will maybe notice in the background there's uh, the noise and music from today's game. I'm not going to mention what that is yet. Even though if you read the title to the episode, you know what it is. I got done kind of playing around with the game before I re- started recording. And uh, the noise is kind of pleasing me. So I'm just leaving it on very softly in the background. I imagine the mic is picking up some of it. Uh, maybe not. But in case you're wondering, what's that noise in the background? That's what that is. If you're hearing it at all. Let's see. Oh, how about a Mad Mike Hughes update? Okay, Bill. As you all know by now, Mad Mike is the limo driver in California on a quest that the Earth is flat by building his own homemade rocket and launching it into the atmosphere. He keeps saying into space, but he's really not going to go into space. And theoretically, take some photos to prove the flatness of the Earth. After several months of delays uh, for permit purposes and mechanical problems, he did finally get a rocket off the ground a couple weeks ago, but it was a short flight. Like. Uh, I don't know how long it actually lasted, but he went, like, maybe 1,800 feet in the air, which somebody on Facebook pointed out it's not, not nearly high enough to get photos that would prove anything, and then he crashed. My understanding is that at some indefinite period, he is going to try again. Last time we did an update, uh, we were talking about how Mad Mike... Apparently is unhappy with Noise TV. They did the video for the failed launch. It was not a very good video. And apparently they also used some bad language, according to Mad Mike. On March 25th, he cut ties, he says. They botched the job. So he's not happy with them. March 30th, he posted a picture of the rocket back home in Apple Valley. It looks to me like a rocket, except it doesn't really have a nose cone. Don't know why. Then he posted that they're working on a GoFundMe for the space launch. I think they had a GoFundMe already, a while ago, where I reported that they would raised about $50 uh, in the first day. The original panels he posted on March 30th. He was busy March 30th. The original panels of the rocket are for sale, 200 bucks each, plus freight. You can also get 6x6 six six inch sections of the parachutes for sale, with a signed document. $15 plus shipping. Also for sale, the t-shirt worn during the launch. Ew. He will sign it along with an eight x ten picture, of the rocket, not of himself, I guess. Two hundred and fifty bones that'll cost you, plus shipping. And then he gives an address to or, or an email address to uh, contact. Also, as I realized, at the landing site, my lower back was broken—the L two vertebrae. Ow! Well, I do kind of feel bad for him, Mike, but honestly, it was a stupid thing to do. He posted, okay, the the launch video on March twenty fifth. Okay, so those last couple of Facebook posts about. What he's selling are the most recent updates. Nothing since. We will, of course, keep you posted as this story develops. For now, though, the dragons have been kept at bay. You're not going to get eaten on your road trip. What else is new? I guess the big Atari news right now is the impending Rampage movie. As you probably know, on April 20th, big action blockbuster movie Rampage, based on the Atari game, uh, well, based on the arcade name, which was ported to the Atari, among other places, is coming to the big screen. The Rock, uh, Sorry. Dwayne Johnson plays a scientist, I guess, who works with a gorilla. There's some sort of weird experiment where- that makes the gorilla uh, grow to really, really huge sizes and start rampaging, hence the title, through downtown whatever. I'm going to assume Los Angeles. Somewhere along the way, I guess, a werewolf shows up, too, and I'm assuming a dinosaur, Uh, Because, of course, the original game had the wolf, the dinosaur, and the gorilla. Uh, So it looks like a big, fun popcorn movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We love story here on the podcast, so I imagine I will probably see the movie and have some thoughts about the story. So if you guys see the movie, or when you see the movie, let me know what you thought as well. In other news, if you're listening to this on the Sunday, as it comes out, April 15th, I am at Midwest Gaming Classic right now. And I've been there all weekend. I may have even gotten to meet some of you. Yeah, so I've been announcing this for weeks now, and as, uh, like I said, as I speak, as you hear these words on the Sunday, or if you're listening to it after that, of course, I have been, and I'm sure I will have thoughts about Midwest Gaming Classic as well. Yeah, so send me your Midwest Gaming Classic thoughts, too. All right, well, that's really all the news I have. Let's see, uh... This week's game is... Oh, sorry, I'm a little distracted. What's that noise? That's right, this Atari 2600 podcast is once again leaping into the time vortex to propel ourselves into the future all the way to the Atari 7800. We're playing Rampage. Based, of course, on the 1986 arcade game from Bally Midway, later ported to the Atari 7800 and many other platforms. The port that we played was from Activision. We do love some Activision around here. It has a very cool comic booky. Picture on the front of the uh, Rampage logo and the wolf and the gorilla and the uh, dinosaur tearing through some sort of metropolis with what appears to be a zombie dressed like a soldier and holding a cartoony machine gun uh, poised to attack or soil himself. It's hard to tell. Reprogrammed for Atari 7800 by Spectral Dimensions. Produced for Activision by Tom Sloper. Product management John Crompton product testing by Steve Innes, or Imes, sorry. I never noticed this before. You could call Activision at a rec- and get a recorded message for their newest software. You could also get product support. If you have a modem, you can contact Activision through our electronic product support bulletin board system. And there's a phone number for that, too. Or, you know what, you could just send them a letter. they give you a PO box to do that. This port came out in 1989 from Activision, like I said, based on the Bally Midway arcade game partners in crime you and your buddy are ready for a little mass destruction you'll demolish buildings grab and chop horrified humans and flatten puny helicopters and other antagonists who try to stop you but you won't stop at just one town rampage has 132 cities for you to totally trash and you can put together one riotous wrecking crew from the likes of george the ape lizzie the lizard and ralph the wolf we're using the uh joysticks obviously one player game uses the left joystick At the monster selection screen, you move the joystick up or down to highlight the name of your favorite monster. Press the joystick once to select the monster. In a two-player game, the second player then selects one of the remaining monsters using the same procedure. One of the big joys for me of playing this game in the arcade, and it was sort of a go-to favorite in the arcade, was that there, the machine was set up so that you could play all three at the same time. And I frequently had a uh, cohort of trio, I guess, of people that would go to the arcade together and this was one of those games that was really good because you could all, we could all play at once nobody had to stand around waiting to play and, and we could all three compete against each other so that was cool but on this uh, on the 7800 port port of course we're limited to uh, to two players at a time you'll discover in the field report much to my sadness I could not convince Henry to join me today uh, to play rampage he was much happier eating homemade chocolate donuts And watching Despicable Me 3, which I gotta tell you, doesn't sound too bad either. But the show must go on, so you're just stuck with me today. So you select your monster, press the joystick button again to start the game, or if you're playing the two-player game, the game starts immediately after the second monster is selected. You can destroy as many as 132 cities. Your goal is to demolish every building in each city while trying to avoid enemy fire. As you climb a building, you'll punch holes in the walls, grab and chomp people and other delectables, Keep an eye out for helicopters, trolleys, boats, police cars, and tanks. A good punch will lay them out cold. To walk right or left, move the joystick in the direction you want it to move. To climb a building, move right or left to approach it, then move the joystick up to climb. You can also grab onto a building as you jump past it by holding the joystick up. To punch, hold the joystick in the direction you want to punch, then press the left joystick button. Whenever you punch certain enemies or innocent bystanders, you'll automatically gobble them up. To jump, simply press the right joystick button with the joystick centered. Some of that didn't apply to me because I was playing with a Genesis controller and the Ed Ladin adapter, uh, so I think what I was doing was using the B and C buttons. B to punch and C to jump, I think. It might have been the other way around. I don't think the A button did anything. The damage bar under your score lets you know how you're doing. If you run out of energy completely, you are automatically turned into a, me- a measly human. The wolf, when he turns back into a human, he looks like some sort of lumpy gray space alien dude. So I don't know what that's about. But the other ones, when they turn human again, they look pretty much human, except naked with their, you know, nakedness covered in shame. To transform back into a monster, press the joystick button before you exit the screen. Oh, I didn't try that. If you've already exited or been eaten, press the joystick button and the Rampage Blimp will deliver your new monster. You may bring in a new monster and continue building on your current score two times only. Oh, I missed that. Alright. I wonder why the game didn't really seem to be ending. Just kind of sitting there. Interesting. Point values uh, range from 50 points for punching a building vertically, all the way up to 1,000 points for eating a transformed monster. Uh, which I guess you can do if you're playing a multiplayer game. The most common point value is 500 points each for punching a tank, punching a police car, eating a TV when it's turned off, gobbling or grabbing money, and eating flowers. You get seven fifty for punching a trolley or a boat, or punching a helicopter. Eating a pedestrian or soldier only gets you fifty points. Punching another monster gets you two twenty five. Like I said, eating one gets you a thousand points. Tips Try to eat as much food as possible to keep up your energy level. But beware, some delectables, like cactus. Alright. Wonder how they decide on cactus. If I ever get to talk to Brian Tolan, I'm gonna ask him, what's the deal with the cactus? Toasters, bottles of poison, and TVs, when turned on, may give you a bad taste of indigestion. If you're in a hurry, jumping is much faster than walking. To avoid enemy fire from police cars and tanks, try to position your monster behind the vehicle and destroy it with a powerful punch. In the two-player game, punch the other player's monster to reduce his remaining strength, as indicated by his damage bar. If he's transformed into a helpless human, gobble him up to gain extra strength and bonus points. Don't spend too much time in the water. Your strength will drain rapidly. Activision offers a limited 90-day warranty. I'm pretty sure this cartridge has exceeded that. And that's about it. That is how you play Rampage. Simple enough. And that is a nice uh, thing about this game. It's pretty intuitive. You can kind of pick it up and play it. As I said, Rampage came out as an arcade game originally from Bally Midway in 86. Warner Brothers currently owns all the rights to the property via their purchase of Midway games. It was designed by Brian Colin and Jeff Nauman. Among the platforms are... The Arcade, Master System, NES, Atari Lynx, uh, Amstrad, CPC, Commodore 64, Amiga, Atari ST, Atari 2600, Atari 7800, IBM PC, on and on and on. I've never played the 2600 version. I may have to go look for that. Or, if I really shouldn't waste my time, let me know. The Atari Lynx version adds a special fourth character named Larry, a giant rat. The NES version excludes Ralph, reducing the number of monsters to two. In 97, Tiger Electronics released a handheld LCD version of the game. In 2017, Basic Fun released a mini-arcade port of the NES version, with Ralph added. The original arcade version has been included in various compilations. The game was also an unlockable in the 2015 game, LEGO Dimensions. Hmm, I have LEGO Dimensions. In that game, a human-sized version of George the Ape appears in one of the side quests. In the Midway Arcade World level, Of the game, the player aids him in wrecking the area and protecting him from civilians to get a higher score than Ralph and Lizzie. I think I've wanted the uh, arcade figure thing that you can get to play with LEGO Dimensions that I wanted to get, and never got around to it. I'll have to look for that. Unlike the original arcade game, most of the home ports, such as NES, Sega, and Atari Lynx, actually end, rather than repeating levels endlessly. Computer Gaming World approved of the MS-DOS adaptation of Rampage, especially for those with computers faster than the original IBM PC and an EGA video card. It stated that Rampage is proof that IBM games can compete with other machines in running entertainment software. CVG Magazine reviewed the Atari Lynx version in the March 91 issue, giving it a score of 60 out of 100. In 2012, Walt Disney Animation Studios renamed their film character Wreck-It Ralph after Ralph the Werewolf since as the bad guy in his game, Fix-It Felix Jr., his job was to smash an apartment building so the hero Felix could repair the damage. About a decade later, a second arcade game was released entitled Rampage World Tour, developed for Midway by the original designers, Brian Tolan and Jeff Noman. The success of Rampage World Tour as a home console title was followed by console-exclusive games including Rampage 2 Universal Tour, Rampage Through Time, and Rampage Puzzle Attack. The latest game in the series was Rampage, Total Destruction, now Rampage 2018, by Raw Thrills. And of course, as we know, uh, the new film is coming out. Dwayne Johnson is acting it uh, in the film, produced by Bo Flynn. San Andreas director Brad Payton is directing. And it will be released on April 20th, 2018 in 3D and IMAX. The Atari Times in 2003 wrote that Rampage, when it was first released in arcades, offered gamers a simple twist on an old storyline. And I noted this earlier too. Instead of protecting the cities from invading aliens, I either said earlier, actually I said earlier for me, later for you in the field report. Instead of protecting cities cities from invading aliens, players are given the opportunity to play classic movie monsters. Some of the novelty has worn off with the more polished efforts of Iron Soldier, Mech Warrior, and Grand Theft Auto, but Rampage's role reversal was pretty ingenious in the mid-80s and still provides plenty of fun today. Insert random recording interruption in three, two, one. Hi, Jill. Howdy. Would you like a box? I always like a box. Would you like a box with papers in it? Oh, listeners, you won't believe this. She just brought me my copies of... Well, I'm not going to say, but... Oh, actually, I can say, because this is coming out after the show, after the classic is over. It is the copies of the Mad Libs style interactive activity people got to do at my booth at Midwest Gaming Classic. This is very exciting. Yay! Wow, pretty colors. Thank you, Jill. Sure! Sophie was here too. Hi Sophie! Hi! So anyway, this reviewer says that Rampage does not immediately impress with its graphics the color palette is strangely faded and subdued, although I kind of like the colors. I think it looks good myself. They find that this weakness also features in the 7800 version of the game, uh, which is where I'm playing, and I'm just fine with the colors. It has sort of a comic booky look to it, and that's fine with me. Although he does point out, because much of the fun to be had in playing most versions of The Rampage is in watching the expression of your creatures as he or she experiments with monstrous culinary delicacies. You do, you get some expressions, I guess, but yeah, probably the arcade version had more. Uh, so I'll give them that. Also missing are the amusing newspaper extra interludes. Not true. I don't know what, ver- I guess, now that I think about it, I don't know what version he's looking at. Those newspaper interludes, and I don't know if I mentioned this in the field report, I like those. In, in between each scene, yeah, they give you a little newspaper headline, you know, Dateline Joliet, Dateline Chicago, and occasionally the headline is a, a tip for you in playing the game. Music and in-game sound effects are adequate but unspectacular. The title screen of music is pleasant, if brief, and many of the in-game sound effects have been replicated from other console versions of the game. The average gamer may find other console versions of Rampage to be better value and more representative of the arcade. Okay, he's playing an 8-bit version. It serves up plenty of quirky and fun gaming action, but And it's reasonable, is a reasonable transition of a particularly amusing arcade game. Okay, so final score, 73% favorable rating. Alright, after the break, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, well, there's not much going on because the gorilla, the werewolf, and the dinosaur are all downtown having a little shopping trip. I guess the lion will be sleeping okay tonight. I don't know, catch a show or get some dinner or something. It'll be nice. I know the traffic sometimes is kind of crazy, but, you know, it's a weeknight. It'll be pretty calm. What could possibly happen? Oh. Sorry. I'm playing as Ralph for this one, the mutant werewolf. Ooh, I just ate some dynamite. Whoops. I don't know what that is, I just seem to light it. I'll you to soldier. Thanks for your service. You're tasty. Ooh, red truck. Chevy or Ford. I don't care, I'm gonna eat it anyway. Helicopter. Oh, stop shooting me. I like the look of this game a lot. Uh, it's colorful. Everything looks like it's supposed to look. Um, it's got a, you know, there's action. There's also a, a lot of whimsy to this game. Uh, I like the premise. You know, in a lot of games you'd be playing the soldier trying to fight the monsters, but in this one you get to be the monster. And that's very cool to the top of the hotel. Get that helicopter. Oh, I guess you can't from up there. There's a helpless stranger. I don't care, I'll eat him. Got him. All right, I defeated that city. Sorry, Juliet. Hint. Jump when you see dust clouds. Uh, I guess I could have just done that. I was trying to climb down really fast. I should have just jumped, I guess. Hey, it's that same pedestrian. Got him. Not pedestrian. Citizen. Munch, munch, munch. Out. I don't know what this thing in this smashed apartment is, but I think I'm gonna eat it. Yummy. Take that, soldier. Ow, you shot me in the butt. Uh oh, this could be it for me. Yep, here I go. Demutinizing. walk away in naked shame. Not for the first time. Back to you in the studio. So here's the thing about Rampage. I kind of said everything already. I like this game a lot. I liked it in the arcade when I played it in the arcade as a kid. I kind of hope I have seen it Now that Midwest Gaming is over, I kind of hope it was there, and I got to play it on an arcade machine sometime over the weekend, because it was one of my go-tos as a kid. Doesn't mean I was good at it, but I really liked to play it. And then everything else that I said earlier about this game still applies. All right, well, we know that the characters are Ralph, Lizzie, and George. We know that they're mutant animals. We're kind of told in the game that one of them got some mutated vitamins, one of them got irradiated... I forget what the other one's deal was. But the simple, brutal act of rampaging through downtown could be sort of a, a poetic metaphor for urban sprawl, or the cold, impersonal quality of modern city life, or destruction as form of communication, or something. As such, we were inspired put on our poet hat, as it were, and here's what we came up with. Understand that it comes from the heart. I saw an irradiated wolf with a Chinese restaurant in his hand, walking through the streets of rubble in the rain. He was looking for the place called Li Ho Fuchs, for to eat a big dish of diner's brains. Ahoo, irradiated wolves of London. Ahoo, ahoo, irradiated wolves of London. Ahoo. You hear a giant dinosaur roaring round your kitchen door. You better not let him in, because he'll chop you and the dinette set in one bite. Giant dinosaurs of London again. Ahoo, ahoo. Giant dinosaurs of London. Ahoo, huh. He's the hairy-handed gorilla who ran amuck in Manila. Lately, he's been eating grocery produce sections in Chicago. You better stay away from him. He'll shove banana peels in your hat brim. Huh. I'd like to meet his tailor. Ahoo, hairy-handed gorillas of London. Ahoo, ahoo. Hairy handed gorillas of London. Ahoo! Well, I saw Lon Chaney walking with the mutant team, doing the mutant creatures of London. I then saw Lon Chaney get eaten by the team, because no one knows who that is anymore outside of London. I saw a giant dinosaur drinking the river in a single lick. The irradiated wolf's hair was perfect. Ahoo! Mutants of London. Huh, the gorilla snacks on condos for his bod. Ahoo, mutants of London. <laughs> and that's our show. My thanks to Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com for creative Commons use of his songs, Ruffer Mat, Take a Chance in Pinball Spring. You can find Atari Bytes on many podcatchers, including Stitcher, iHeartRadio, if iHeartRadio is still in business. I think I heard they might have gone out of business. Um, If not, or if so, you can find the pod uh, pretty much anywhere, which you know because you're listening to it right now. It occurred to me, if there's a podcatcher out there that you like to use that doesn't have the podcast for some reason, let me know that, and I will try to figure figure out how to get this podcast onto that podcatcher because I am all about customer service. And remember, to rampage across the rubble that was Internet Town, and leave a review on iTunes. Feel free to eat a few Apple employees while you're there. Kidding! We love Apple. If Apple would like to sponsor the podcast, you can email me at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. You can support the show financially at our AtariBytes Patreon page, and I hope you'll consider doing so. You can also pick up AtariBytes Go Play Some Old Games They've Missed You merchandise at zazzle.com. Our website is ataribytes.libson.com. You can email the show, as I said, at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. Like the Atari Bytes Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter at AtariBytes. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. And hit up uh, the occasional weirdness that I post on Instagram as well. Don't forget to check out my other show. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown, for all your animated Peanuts gang needs. In fact, the same day that this episode drops, the April episode of... The Charlie Brown Podcast is dropping as well, because new episodes of that show drop on the 15th of every month. Next time on Atari Bytes, uh, no game next week. Because we're going to devote next week's show to final thoughts and kind of wrapping up my take on my first ever Midwest Gaming Classic. So look forward to that. If any of you were there and I met you or didn't meet you, hit me up on any, any of these contact means. And maybe I'll include your comments in the show. So until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you.